Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hello, welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped. I'm your host, Morgan Miller, and ugh, I'm excited that we're back in action, you guys. Um, as always, we're going to check in with me and my emotions and how I'm feeling. And today, you guys, I am feeling bananas, okay? And that is a nice way to say that I am feeling psychotic. So I'm going to leave it at that. I feel bananas. There's a lot happening. I feel like my emotions are being slingshotted. And so I'm trying to just like be zen. I'm trying to meditate more, you know, the whole thing, but I am feeling pretty bananas today. Um, but also as always, I'm super grateful and very, I mean, I can't even say how excited I am about this episode. We have one of my best friends from New York city, uh, that I met years ago. I've known her forever. She's a storyteller in New York city. She's so funny. She's had some live shows that are super fun all about breaking up relationships, the whole deal. She's pretty much an expert. So I'm very excited to have her. Um, her name's Carly Ann Philbin and Brandon. Will you bring her in? Hello. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Carly? Honestly, doing awesome. Well, I'm super excited you're here. Thank you for doing the show. Um, we uh, So we're going to talk a little bit about a story where you got dumped because, yeah. as you know, I got dumped and it was awful. So we're going to figure out what happened to you and all that kind of stuff. So before we get started, uh, we do not use the name of our exes on the show because we like the anonymity. This isn't an ex bash. We don't want to, like, talk shit about our exes here. So... We're gonna get you an alias for your ex, and we're gonna get we're gonna pick one. So, Brandon, bring up the slide. These are the top ten baby names of 2019. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna have you pick a alias for your ex boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh huh. This is so exciting. I didn't know that this is. Um... This is ex boyfriend, right, Carly? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's say um, I think Flynn would be appropriate. <laughs> yes. Flynn is perfect. I'm obsessed. Flynn, All is, right. so Flynn is one of the top 10 baby names for 2019. Flynn. I know. The list is crazy, but That's I did, it. you know. Wow. Okay, Flynn. Flynn. My boy, Flynn. <laughs> Flynn it is. Great. Brandon, thank you so much. All right. We'll be talking about Flynn. And then before we jump into the uh, meat of the story, we do a little segment that is called Dump Stats. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> dump Stats. These are the Dump Stats. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm trying to get into that tune, but I couldn't. <laughs> it's a song that I recorded with my voice. I understand it's like, you know, it's not my best, my best work. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your baseball card, Carly. And how do you, you look great, honestly. Wow. Thank you. We love Shout out to Photo Juice who took the photo. Yes, shout out. So this is your, uh, we're, this segment called Dump Stats, where we get some stats about you and your life um uh in relationship wise so then we can move forward uh with that so these are the dump stats we're gonna uh knock these out 
first of all, how many times have you been dumped? Oh my God. Um, every time except for one. So <laughs> 12, I don't know. 12? Between wow, 10 that's and 20. Record. Between 10 and 20. <laughs> Between 10 and 20? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a record and I love that. You're an expert. Yeah. Can I just preface, can I say something? Yeah. I, my, I've had one real boyfriend and I've been single for a long time. So when I like date, like they're like three months, four months type of thing. Sometimes they're like two years, but yeah. So I can really cycle through them. You know? mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Rotating door. Um, yeah. cool. so you've been dumped between 10 and 12 times, uh, 10 and 20 times. Uh, have you ever dumped someone? I, I, there was one guy, let's call him Simon. We were on and off for two years and one time I dumped him because I definitely didn't want to date him anymore. He dumped me. And then I, I feel like we ended because I had no choice but to dump him. But I feel like he dumped me with his actions and less of his words. So I'm going to say I dumped one person one time, but that same person in the long run dumped me. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So like one time sort of. One time, sorta. Yeah. One time, sorta. Okay, perfect. Uh, next, uh, for this, what we're talking about with Flynn, how long ago did it happen? It happened the last week of May. Last week of May. So this year. Yeah. Wow. Okay, great. Uh, last week in May, and then how old were you when this happened? Your your age. I now. Was well, I was thirty four because the next week was my birthday. Wow. Okay. Waddle Happy birthday, Carly. <laughs> Happy, <laughs> Happy birthday, Carly. And up to Flynn. Uh, seriously. Wow. Okay. So you were 34. It happened last May. And um, how long were you and Flynn together? We were together, which is a, I don't know if I would use that word, but uh, six weeks. Six, <laughs> six weeks. Okay, great. Six weeks. Um, this is already different and fun and I'm obsessed. So mm -hmm. this is yeah. great. It's the most uh, recent one, so I felt like it would be the most potent. I love it. So uh so how are you feeling emotionally about the breakup right now? Right now, um my feelings aren't hurt and I don't wish you was still in my life, but I feel so I have a a, a ton of anger towards him. I, I am infuriated towards him wow okay all right uh rightfully so i yeah. relate hard mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. yeah oh that long ago uh like i had just gotten out of my relationship i was livid absolutely yeah. livid so yeah. hard relate great and then our last stat is when this happened did you go full psycho yes and that's why yes i went i've never and i must psycho but uh he dumped me in a way i've never been dumped before and that is i felt like i was on mars i was like this is you're fucking crazy and i went 100 p full psycho whatever is like over full like you know cup runneth over psycho yeah. <laughs> great mm -hmm. great perfect uh i as i as well went full psycho so this is great hard i'm mm -hmm. excited for us to really dive into this Great, so those are your dump stats. We're gonna go over them really quick before we move on. Um, so, great, you have been dumped between 10 to 20 times. Uh, you dumped <laughs> someone one time, sorta. 
Uh, this happened, this particular dump with Flynn happened last May. Um, this, this, this May. This this May, so that's May, June, July. So that's th two months ago? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two months ago. Okay, yeah. so two months ago, um, you were 34, right before your birthday. God bless. Which is June 7th, yes. Mm -hmm. God bless. Um, and then it, you guys were together six weeks. You were emotionally feeling fucking infuriated, which is to be expected. Um, and then you 100% cup runneth over, went full psycho. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. Those are your dumb stats. Um, now we get into it. So how did you, in just a little bit, not like a huge whole story, how did you guys meet and how was the six-week relationship um, uh, and how did it go? Okay, Morgan, we met, and I, I don't want you to think that I'm this type of person. I adamantly am not. We met playing online trivia, okay? I have um, never played trivia in my life. I don't know a thing. I don't know one thing. So I don't like trivia. I don't like people who like trivia. But we're in quarantine. And I'm like, I, I it's important to know that I live by myself. And... Uh, the option, and I live in New York, New York City, the option to leave New York was none. So I'm going, I had a hard time for a month in quarantine. My friends like come play, we're like, I'm quarantined in this house in Michigan uh, with these boys. We're gonna put on trivia. Why don't you just get a team and play? And so I, he didn't see me, but I saw him uh, like uh, give, you know, like do like uh, they, what am I trying to say? They write the questions and they ask the trivia questions. Uh -huh. they, host, they host trivia. Um, and so then after, so then afterwards I texted my friend who I knew was quarantined with them. Um, and I was like, what's this guy's deal? And so then he texted me that night. How, how am I going into our relationship now? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then Flynn texted me that night and, um, then for six weeks, which I understand wasn't like a serious relationship, but I also can't stress enough that how lonely and alone I was in quarantine. And he became, and when there's nothing to do, he became like one third of my daily routine. Okay. So we talked almost every day. It, like he's younger than me. He's 10 years younger than me, but like really, I don't know, doesn't have an Instagram, which I found really sexy and just was able to like really articulate his feelings. And every single time I spoke to him, we're like, this is so crazy, right? We're like FaceTiming. We've never met. He does live in New York, but he's out of state at this right now. And he was just, we were really having emotionally intelligent conversations about what this is and how we could make this work for now and every time we spoke he was like what do you want how can you make how can like we make this better for you um just like because it really i was like googling things like how to date in quarantine and they're like just go on a facetime date but they don't actually tell you like what happens like after you've known him for a week and like, oh, you're developing feelings for this person that you've never met and you feel crazy. You're, you're, there's a lack of like oxytocin and pheromones. So we were really trying to like figure out how we can do things in place of that. And uh, also like, because all you have is conversation and all you have is like conversation about your feelings because your life is whack. You don't have a B story. You can't talk about like the, crazy woman at the restaurant who threw a fit you're just talking about your feelings and yourself 
you had these, I'll, I've had, we had these like deep, intense conversations in this time of tragedy and fear. Um, yeah. And, uh, that's him. And, and every time I was like, Hey, I feel like I'm being needy. I want you to text me. And he's like, I don't think you're needy. He's like, I think if you want me to text you, you need to tell me. He's like, how often do you want me to text you? And I was like, I don't know, like every other day. And he's like, done everything. Like I express, he was very, uh, he asked me to communicate more. He was really open to communication. This seems like a guy that's very good for you. If he can ask, if you, I think someone asking you how many times you need them to text you, that's a, that's a car, that's a Carlyan like need. Yeah. And, and like we were uh, to like kind of catch each other up on who we are. I'm like sending him a lot of like my like comedy videos and things like that. And he seemed really on board. Every time I date someone immediately, my, one of my friends goes, okay, but does he like, does he, get your sense of humor and without fail. And I'm like, okay, my sense of humor isn't so insane, but he did like, he got my sense of humor. He just was like, he's a computer programmer, which I thought was really hot. Um, I just, he lives on the Lower East Side, which I really liked. Um, anyway, that's, that's- So yeah, a lot of really good qualities. And also I think that Dating, and I think you're right. It's so intense in quarantine because we're so lonely and stuff. So a six-week relationship quarantine-wise outside, it's like, it's probably like, if we're talking dog years type stuff, like yeah. a quarantine six-week relationship is probably around two years. Oh, 100. Pete. 100. Yes. yes. Uh -huh. So, because it is, it's super intense. Like I took a year. Yeah. Like, even at the beginning of quarantine, I was still checking my exes and his new girlfriend's page. And, uh, but I, I, I think, I just want to say, I, I think our situations were so different. Like they all were a breakup, but like you were in love with somebody. You, I, I, I had to grapple with the emotions of like, why was I ready to settle? Why don't I think I can get what I want? And like, honestly, I was like, I will never, like, if I never get what I want, is that what my life's going to be like a pity party for me? Because I'll never get what I want. Like, what if you never get what you want? Oh, fucking well. Like this, you have one goddamn life. You have one life. And so it wasn't really like, I want to be happy. I was like, I don't want to be this person. And how can I just put myself in new situations to get me as far away fr from this person as possible? So yeah, so when it comes to him, um, I did a lot of work before that. And it, it really, it really paid off with this. Um, and I think like in quarantine, I definitely have like, days, weeks that I just like, they're gone. They, they were too sad. I will never, I don't ever want to remember them, but I also am doing pretty good. Like with, this is the reality we have now. God, this meditation retreat, I think really did more for me than I'm willing to admit. But like, you know, the, the point of the retreat was like, this will also change. Nothing is permanent. You, you could, you will like, I could be in love again and that love how it is at that moment of time won't be that way in in like months or years even if we're still in love it'll be a different type of love it's not just like every nothing nothing lasts forever including sadness so including this moment this pause yeah i don't know am i making sense i i spend i mean i live by myself so i just like i get really existential late at night i love that i do too i i may not live by myself but i get existential a lot i think that makes total sense so mm -hmm. I know we've kind of talked, we've hit a lot of things that you've done. Is there one 
thing with like such an intense six week relationship in quarantine, which we are calling two years that you would give like an overall advice to someone who was kind of like gaslit and hit by a bus, like how to deal with that. Like what's the overall thing that you're like this? Cause it sounds like maybe it was a 10 day silent meditation retreat. Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped and I've got a couple of things I gotta tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon dot com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes. I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes. I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. Oh, God. That's such a good question. My advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if this is bullshit, but my advice for everything truly is to journal. Like, I know that sounds like bullshit, but like to just write out your feelings just to get them out there. And then for the next time this happens, you can read them and know how far, like how far you've come. Uh, but that's not immediate, and I understand. I think like, huh? Advice being gaslit is just. I think knowing, figure out a way that you can inherently know that you're never gonna right or wrong like let that go let the idea of does that make sense like somebody's wrong perception of you does that make sense yeah how do i say this correctly like i don't know morgan i i feel at a loss for words no i think you're first of all you're making tons of sense so no problem there but i think like yeah i think the recognition of being gaslit and not that in general is hard but like realizing that like you're not the catalyst and the problem, right? Yeah. You're yeah. not, there is no wrong and right in this relationship. I mean, actually he seems like he did some fucking shit really wrong, but yeah. you're not the problem, right? You're not. And that's what I had to do a lot of in like inside reflection of like, I wasn't the problem. I wasn't the reason this happened. I didn't do the wrong things. I didn't ask for too much because I asked in my relationship, I was starting to ask, like, can we move in together? Will you spend holidays with my family? And so, like, when we broke up, I was like, I pushed too hard. I pushed too hard. I fucking pushed too hard. And it's like, it's taken me months to be like, no, that's not right. What happened was she really needed to work on herself, period. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. Like, because you have needs doesn't make you needy. Or, you know what I mean? Because you want something doesn't mean you're lacking in another area. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. For you to want what you want when you want it is valid. You yeah. know what I mean? So 
I think that's a good point that you make. I also want to say, just like to throw in there, this might be actually disgusting and sickening, but like the way he treated me, like how easy it was for him to just like cut me off um, and have this, I guess my like abundance mindset. Like I'm Carly and Phil, and you think you're getting another woman that's comparable to me? Okay, <laughs> good, good try. But that really made I could see that me looking at that like at that as something I need to adapt. And I have seen that like since we've ended. Like I have cut things off. I've shut people up just because I don't want to be a pushover. Like I, I've like adapted a little bit of his like straight straight white man uh, action personality. What do you want me like? What is that uh, ego? I guess I've like yeah. adapted that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I think that that's what happened to me too. Like it was a cutoff immediately, and that's it. Like we haven't spoken. We have nothing, and it's like okay, well, I guess you could super compartmentalize me as this like thing and you were totally enmeshed in my life. So I'm trying to do the same, not exactly, I don't want to say compartmentalize, but like be me and then have aspects of my life where, because I think what happened to me in my relationship was it was so all consuming for me. And I would have told you in the relationship that it wasn't, but it was. And so then when we broke up, I fucking lost it. So- but I think that's what you're saying is you're like adopting, you're like adopting that kind of mentality of like, okay, I'm gonna like be able to do this ego thing where it's like, I'm not gonna get treated like this. Also, you are Carly Ann Philbin and he's a fucking idiot. Let's say that goddamn sure. Thank you for all the advice. It does oh, make wait, a lot of can sense. Can I ask you one question? I would love that. So when you say in your last relationship and you would have denied it then, but it was like all encompassing, it was like wrapped up in your world. Do you think that was a bad thing? And in your next relationship, are you trying to change that? Or are you like, you know what? No, this is how I am in relationships and I need someone who's going to meet me there. Um, I'm going to change that because okay. I think like also through doing this, um, this, and I've heard so much advice from so many people is like the most important thing. And like, this is what I heard from Alice too, was like, I had to come to terms and I have come to terms right now with the fact that like, I'm going to be okay if I'm alone. Like, I'm going to be okay if I have to adopt alone. Like, I'm going to be okay. And like, that person shouldn't Someone told me this, I think this was in this, but it's like, I think my trauma therapist said this. She said, you're, you shouldn't both be half a person because one half times one half when together is one quarter. So then you become like one quarter of a person instead of a whole. So you should be two whole people and then come together because I think that enmeshment is so codependent and we really were that codependent and I didn't realize it, that it's like, I have to stand on my own two feet. This has to be a bonus. Like, a girlfriend or wife, that's a bonus. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I care about them and I have unconditional love for them, but it can't, that enmeshment for me personally is like, so not how I want to live my next relationship. And so I've worked a lot in the past eight months on me, 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 yeah. me personally, how can I be okay standing on my two feet? That's going to make me the best partner to be with. Cause I also think I really was trying to fix her. And I was trying to, and that is so unhealthy. Um, the more, cause I was one of those things where I was like so squeezing onto it so tight. And then that's what made it like, you know, it's too hard. It's too hard. So yeah. So I think what I learned from this relationship is yeah, that enmeshment is not for me good.
It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. So have you heard of the book Attached? Yes, I have. I haven't read it, but yeah. Oh my God. It, it'll help you so much. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm not crazy. They, this is like language for how I am. It's it's really, really good. It's great. Okay, great. Awesome. Amazing. Okay, cool. Well, we are going to do a couple ending segments and then we're going to get you out of here. Thank you for your right. story and your advice. Um, so this uh, last, uh, we have two ending segments. Brandon, our first one is... And now time for horoscopes. Okay, <laughs> so this is called horoscopes. So this is where we just we figure out if you guys were doomed from the start based on your horoscopes. Yeah. Uh, so you are a you're June, so you're Gemini. Yes. Yes, of course okay. you're a Gemini. Uh, uh-huh. Carly, I've been a Gemini. Do you know what your moon is? I have a written down, but. Not offhand. Okay, all right. So you're a Gemini, and what was Flynn? Oh shit, Flynn! I forgot his fake name. Um, he is, I believe, an Aquarius, uh, February. Aquarius. Okay. So we are going to go to the most reputable site of all time for astrology, and that is Brandon. Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> So Brandon's just going to type in Gemini and Aquarius uh, love compatibility. We're going to see if you guys were supposed to work or if this was a doomed from the beginning. All right. And we just click on the first arrow because honestly, that is the one that's that's right and correct. So Brandon, it says Gemini and Aquarius are both free thinkers that need a lot of leeway in love. When they come together in a meeting of two bright minds, and that's where the seeds of love begin to grow. Nothing is too taboo for Aquarius, and Gemini is flexible enough to try anything once. Okay, so you tried it. I think that's to the T what we were, but it didn't work for us. Wow. It was a meeting of two bright minds. We do need a lot of leeway in how we think about love. And I'm a Gemini. Not only will I try anything once, I'm going to try something one time after that one time. You know what I mean? I'm trying new things, which is why we dated in quarantine. So it sounds like we could have made it work. And and we could have. It's just him being him. He fucked it up. Our last segment, and then we're going to get you out of here, is... Yes, honey. Yes. <laughs> this one I thought you would really, you would really um, respect and, and know where I'm coming from. This is the part of the show where you give me three compliments so that I don't feel so shitty about my life. Okay. I love this. These are so easy. Compliment number one, you make everyone feel comfortable around you. You don't like look at someone and refute, like feel awkward and don't say hi. Like if someone's in the room, you're smiling, even with your body language, which I don't know if this is actually a bad thing, but like I noticed that sometimes you like, when you look at someone you say hi, you like hunch your shoulders a little bit, which is like very, people don't feel intimidated by you, but they also don't feel like, oh, she's the type of person that I can treat like a doormat. You make everyone feel like like they can just be themselves. That's one compliment, okay? Love it, love it. Okay, second compliment, Morgan, is your hair. You know, I I really, I'm a big hair person and I, and I really would not compliment you if- No if it wasn't um true about no, your hair. yeah that's um, huge would, a, a hair compliment from carlin and phil but i'll tell you what is major 
Thank Maybe. you. And I would honestly say right now, I would use one of my three compliments and tell you that your hair looks like shit. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. It looks so good. And the third compliment is, um, you know, it, it, it can't be taken for granted or undermined that you are actively working on yourself in so many ways. You have been. I know you've been on a journey for a little bit and it started with some more personal stuff. Well, not that relationship stuff isn't personal stuff, but like, you know, there are people out there that don't work on themselves and just expect the world to cater to them. But you, there's, you're working on yourself because there's something inside of you that's saying like, no, I deserve a better life. And I'm going to, and I'm going to give that life to myself. And that's extremely admirable. Thank you. Well, that's so sweet. I would say the same about you. You're very inspiring as to how much you work on yourself. And I love thank following you. your journey. So thank, thank you. you for indulging me in that. Um, let's see, uh, before we let you actually go, wh where can people find you on social media? Um, I'm on Instagram at Carly Ann Philbin. I am verified. I do have an official Instagram because I did fuck a guy who then verified me on Instagram, which I'm not ashamed about. And that's the only place I've made my Twitter private and don't even look for me on Twitter. I hate Twitter. So just Instagram. <laughs> okay, great, Carly. It's so good to see you. I love you to pieces. Thank you for doing the show. This was so, this was such a great episode. Totally different than anything we've had. I loved it. I loved it. Well, thank you for having me on, Morgan. I really appreciate it. And Brandon, I know no one can see you, but thank you for, you know, also running the show. Thank you. <laughs> okay, girl, I love you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. That's another episode of Famously Dumped, Carlene Philbin. Oh, what a delight. She really makes me laugh very hard. And those compliments mean more than you can know because Carlene does not bullshit. She doesn't. I'm just telling you right now. She's a no bullshit kind of gal. That's it. That's our show. What another wonderful episode. Uh, and you guys, thank you so much for joining me. And that's it. Brandon, take us out with a song of your choice. We don't have the rights to any music. Famously dumped.